0: Definitely doing too much. Hello, and welcome to Hug and a High Five. It's a mom and daughter podcast journal. I'm Ingrid. I'm the daughter, and I'm Vicky. I'm the mom. I'm trying to figure out how to be an adult. I'm trying to figure out a parent. i and what is this? Our, our fourth time together since in that time span. Yeah. Our fourth podcast together. Our fourth time together.
1: Yep, we're getting together in the middle of the country versus on the coasts, because we are here in Bloomington, Indiana, home of Indiana University. F- recognizing my mom and dad as they get a distinguished alumni award. That's right for being uh, singing Hoosiers.
0: It's so amazing. I've heard about the singing Hoosiers my whole life, and I've just been like, oh yeah, that choir you were in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we got to see them last night, and they. Really are incredible, really really good blend and very engaged performers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's been really fun to see Grandma and Grandpa get so excited about being back and and telling us about their lives and how, just how much college meant to them. It's where they met and singing Hoosiers especially it was super super special, so.
1: Yeah, that's been super fun for me to see. I was at a Singing Hoosier concert, and I I can't believe I'm thinking about it, but it seems like when I was around college age, so 25 years ago, um, I came to a concert, and I saw my mom and dad go down on stage. One of the traditions they have is uh, singing in the Battle Hymn of the Republic uh, with all the alumni, and I could hear my dad. We were in the balcony. I could hear my dad hit the top notes And uh, that was super fun. And I got to hear them, see them on stage and hear them sing again last night with the whole choir. That was really special. Yeah,
0: it was awesome. Grandpa seemed like giddy about it. Mm -hmm. And Grandma was a little bit more solemn, but she held her shoulders straight back. She was like super focused right back in that singing Hooters pocket. Super fun. Smiling.
1: Yeah, that was nice to see really fun to see them get the award and hear their stories again and hear other people tell stories of them that they remembered. Yeah, exactly. And uh, them see their friends and take us around to all the places where they made memories in in college. Uh, nothing like being on site to give someone a lot of stories to tell.
0: Right, exactly. So before we get too far in, we should probably just say, which is seems hopefully obvious at this point, this is one of the life updates of the podcasts. Yes. No uh, games or articles, just, um, hey, how are you? Because mom and I have talked less in the last month as I have engaged in a far busier schedule. And mom has jumped into a lot more things and we get to f- be here together. So we're going to talk about Indiana and our lives and that'll be a good podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Growing up together and the opposite sides of the country. That's right. <laughs> We have grown up um, together in the last month without exercising together so much. Yes. Which I do miss, but it has been necessary.
1: (laughs) You've been doing 12 hours a week of exercise outside of our little half an hour in the morning exercises.
0: That's right. So in the world of New York, Ingrid has been uh, at Broadway Dance Center 12-plus hours a week, taking a three-month intensive. Um, And it's been great. I've learned a lot so far. It's been nice to finally in the last month feel some progression. It's hard. I feel like taking lots of intense classes in anything, especially a sort of physical trait, is a little bit like looking at yourself in the mirror every day it like gets hard to tell mm. each day how you're growing but i've got when i got to the end of the third week right before we came here i thought okay i i know how to recognize these muscles better and mm-hmm. i I'm, i think i'm getting stronger here those kind of things so
1: yeah and you're uh picking it, picking up your body awareness and body memory of of what the moves are the the tap steps, or the ballet steps, is a little bit quicker.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that definitely was the goal going in. My concentration for this dance program is theater, of course. Mm-hmm. And the goal is really to get enough technique under my belt to be able to pick up choreography far faster in dance calls for auditions. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I get confused by. I look at it and I'm like, okay, like, I know I can do all those things, but I can't do them consistently and on time. And that's what counts mm-hmm. in on audition. So. Yeah.
1: So this has been really worthwhile for you. It has been. But it has really packed your schedule to the edges of the ability. Definitely. Cutting out some hours of sleep.
0: Definitely doing too much. Thankfully, the school I teach at has been on spring break for two weeks, which has been such a blessing because I couldn't have gotten it done. I'll go back to regular things next week. But yeah, I, I get up early and I get to class and I dance for four hours and I take a shower and I eat on eat lunch on the subway and I go to work for eight hours and I come home at midnight and or two a.m. Close, two a.m. Yeah, to two, one at
1: one thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's a crazy Herculean schedule for me to think about you doing while you're there. It's um, it's impressive for me to see how you have been able to um, be self-deployed and getting yourself food and getting yourself out the door, remembering all the de- gear you need for the day, taking all the different bags you need for the day.
0: Yeah, actually, I haven't had too many mishaps like that, which is great. Yes. Knock on wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been good to see. And uh, fun to hear about the new
0: steps that you're learning and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's a good. And it's great that it's three months. Some do six months, some do 12 months. Yeah. Um, but three months kind of kicks me off, and it's a pretty manageable goal. Uh-huh. So on the really busy days, I just look around and think, "Oh, I'm already a third of the way through." Right, I could take a break after that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you could sign up again. Exactly. In, two months after that, if right. you wanted. Right. To do it. Have you been doing much singing while you're doing all this dancing?
0: Not as much. I. When actually, when I'm. In. When I have the teaching. Assignments. At school, when they're not on spring break, I can sing a little more because there are two days a week that I don't quite have enough time to get to a dance class, and I have a little leeway at home before Trader Joe's. So I do sing some there, and I belt out on church on Sundays. Uh But not not too much. Just a time and a place. This one is its tricky being musical theater because you – kind of are trying to do three different industries at once Mm -hmm. and I have friends that are just actors and friends in this program that are just dancers and that's different (laughs) so yeah at one point you were going to practice scenes
1: with somebody that you had met in a different acting workshop does that continue to to pan out?
0: um, we practiced once maybe we talked about practicing twice and it fell through but then she left the our class because she found another acting class and i left the class because of dance so it was good Well, it lasted yeah yeah
1: that's good are there any other surprises you've found as you've as
0: gone through the seasons oh actually yes um spring is not exciting in new york city <laughs> Nothing going on. At least where I am. Well, mostly it's like lots of April showers, which makes it humid and then cold the next day. And it's Mm -hmm. like not exciting. (laughs) But also, I realized the only other experience I have with spring is in Nashville Mm. because California doesn't really have spring. Spring is in January. Yeah, it's, yeah. And uh, in Nashville, my college campus was an Arboretum campus, and we were required to have every plant state native to the state of Tennessee on campus, which means it was gorgeous Wow! in springtime. Like, everything, and you're right there, like, in this little bubble, and you walk up the hill, and it's just, like, gorgeous. So I think it'd be different if I lived near Central Park. I know a lot of my friends on the Upper East Side get to, like, walk to Central Park for mm-hmm. an hour and sit there and work and... I just go from Long Island City, which is a city, into the heart of Manhattan and -hmm. Times Square, which no one who lives in New York loves Times Square because it's just, like, (laughs) gross and overrun with tourists. (laughs) So I don't ever get any kind of—not ever, that's too much. I rarely get lots of nature. Yeah, when I
1: visited you there, one of the things I said is you're going to need to find some green— Right, because otherwise you could go for a long time without seeing it you could just be
0: city streets yeah very easily and in such a busy schedule that's kind of what I've done thankfully my first month at BDC has also included lots of holidays so my first weekend was Easter and Passover and I I guess it was the second weekend but i Left to New Jersey, and there was greenery there. And then I had Easter off, and I went to Central Park, and you know those kind of things. So um, that's helped a little bit. Yeah. This weekend has helped because now I'm in lush Indiana, middle of the country, back near um, my college, Tennessee kind of roots, and with my family.
1: Something new to me here, which I don't think I've ever seen before, because I don't think I've ever been in Indiana in April. Growing up in Minnesota and Washington in April, the dogwood trees are in bloom, and they have such big blooms on them. I've been used to like apple, cherry trees and different colored trees with flowers that are beautiful, but these dogwood trees are like the size of pansies on the trees. Yeah, they really spread spread out. So pretty.
0: It's pretty gorgeous. I'm
1: getting to see a new side of
0: uh, Indiana so that's been fun I love that yeah that's one of my favorite parts about uh or was my one of my favorite parts about living in Atrebecca at because we had so many dogwood trees and it was just so pretty <laughs> so romantic they're just romantic looking trees
1: um then the new thing that I've been doing in the past two weeks that has taken a lot more and kept me up later, kept me right. having me keep your, your kind of hours is I started taking my first college class since college. My eyes are bugging out because <laughs> it's a lot of reading. Not to mention it's an online class, and it's not the kind of, like, live participation online class. It's all pre-recorded prezzies and then reading... Discussion pages, uh, where different people input, and you have to read everybody's, not miss them, because you have to comment on what people say, and um, textbooks, and it's just the amount of reading is massive. So,
0: yeah, an online class takes so much more work. As much as like you could potentially, obviously, you'll get done faster because you're in this like accelerated online course. Yeah. But there's no, there's no like, oh, I'll get by on the lecture, you know? <laughs> uh-uh. So what
1: is this class? What, which, what are you taking? It's called the Lifespan of Human Development, and it's a prerequisite if I decide to take the master's program in uh, educational therapy. Uh, but I'm fascinated by it because I've been teaching this parent education class this mm-hmm. year, and I'm teaching parents of... K through 12th graders because they're all parents that have kids with exceptional needs, so it's not a short age lifespan. It's um all the exceptional needs. Uh, so I've been ironically learning about these reading different books that psychologists have written over the years. So now that I'm reading my textbook, I get to say, oh, this is where that came from. They just built off that and reworded it and gave their own title to it. Right. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. It's called, uh, the theory that we're studying is called the psychosocial theory, and it has to do, it's in the category of behaviorism, and it's been fascinating to me and so applicable to the mentoring that I do in the elementary school and the high school and the parent education class that I do, and it's giving me new ideas because I'm going to teach a second parent education class next year with family age uh, class of kids zero to five, and uh, so I have developmental goals that I will talk to the parents about now. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's been a lot, a lot of reading. It's just I'm good. I'm happy that it's in a an area that is fitting what I'm doing outside of there, and I can see why people get excited about studying in an area that they really enjoy.
0: I'm so glad that you are enjoying. The class and our that it's connecting with so many things because one, it won't make this class quite so miserable (laughs) because you really are interested in it and all of the oh, numeric devices and learning skills that you have taught me about and that I've learned through school about the way that our brains work is that we always learn things and remember things far better when there is an emotional connection and when there is previous knowledge to connect it to. So for you to be able to say, oh, it's just like this except it's got a different spin is super helpful. Here's the expanded
1: definition of that. Oh, that's why they say that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting to me because I am a learner. One of my strengths is learner, Mm -hmm. like you, and input. So I enjoyed all of college to a degree, but even in my major, I was an English major, and it wasn't something I was passionate about. I, it was
0: You're just like, I'm, I can do this. I'm supposed to
1: get a college degree, I'll do this. And um, my parents are tired of paying for college, and I don't have a way to pay for college, and so it's time to end taking classes.
0: <laughs> so I better graduate. <laughs> uh,
1: so that's what I landed on, but... Um, getting into an area that I was more passionate about I didn't really get the chance to do that right so um th- taking this class has been because like you said it's because it's so ac- applicable to other things that I'm doing it's been really fun
0: that's awesome Mm-hmm. yeah well it's super great to be together It mm-hmm. it is it's always nice to Call each other at the end of the night and um, say hi across the country and we're already looking forward to the next time that we know we'll be together, which should be August sometime. Yeah, But hopefully you get to come visit me sooner.
1: Yeah, I'm going to come in uh, the end of your class session in the end of June. Yeah,
0: I'm going to get mom to take a class with me. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be great.
1: It will be a beginning class, Uh, maybe intermediate, but we shall see of uh, what are we going to take
0: Oh, I don't know. I think I think you would love maybe a jazz class Ooh. or um, well, we took mom got, got me into tap originally. Yeah, I was 12 or something. A little older high school. I was getting into high school. We, we took Sue before I was in high school because then I got to high school and was in a musical. And then I was like, oh, I do want to take tap. Oh yeah, but okay. we took a mom and daughter dance class originally. <laughs> we should we should revisit that. You could take a tap class with me.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I have a friend who's taking a tap class here in I mean in California, and uh, she said you should come with me some night. So if yeah. I'm not swamped with homework, maybe I'll go with her and uh, brush up my tap skills instead of my Shakespeare. Is yes, right <laughs> before. Uh, i come there and we could take a tap class together. But a jazz class would be fun. Yeah, or just
0: like Pilates or Pilates whatever.
1: Class. Definitely, that would be fun. So that'll be in June that we see each other again. That's great. Before that, we saw each other in February, which I think is when we did our, right around when we did our last podcast because...
0: Oh my goodness, it's been it's too long.
1: Yeah. We um, came to New York to see you for Audrey's birthday and saw some musicals and...
0: That was super fun. Yeah, it was. So, we're going to get on to our day now. One more half day in Indiana before we go to our own homes. Back to the coast. Thank you for listening to Hug and a High Five and um, following us as we figure out how to be a mom and daughter across the country. Um, each of us growing up into different stages of our lives, it's good to just document it and.
1: We're documenting the lifespan of human development.
0: We are. <laughs> we totally are. Podcast. Someday, <laughs> my grandchildren are not going to go to my college to visit me. They're just going to listen to a podcast in a room. <laughs> and they'll know who I was when I was in college.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> All right, Mom. I love you. Good to be together. A hug or in person. Real hug. Yes. And a high five. <laughs> love you. Love right. you, too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hug and a High Five. Yep, thanks for listening. If you'd like to suggest a topic, ask us a question, or share your mom-daughter story, please email us at hug and a podcast at gmail.com. That's hugandahighfivepodcast@gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. All words, hug and a high five podcast at gmail.com. Have a great week.